What's going on, everybody? It's me, it's me, Mr. P-R-I-M-E, coming back at you guys with another episode of the Prime Nostalgia Podcast, and I am here again with Mike Larkin. Mike, introduce yourself to the people. What is going on, man? Happy to be back with you. I love doing this show with you. My name is Michael Larkin. I am the co-host of the Stephen Mike Show, which you can check out on SoundCloud.com slash MCLarkin92 and StephenMikeShow.com. I am the podcast machine. I'm the host of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are for lingerie fighting championships. I am a part of the Max Wrestling Podcast. I have a pop culture history podcast. I'm all over the place, man. So I love giving people the platform to tell their stories, and I love providing content for the people. So, yeah, that's what I do, and I'm happy to be back on with you, man. Got to give the people what they want. When you see this guy hit this split, you already know what time it is. You already know it's about to be a Disney Channel movie. Just about the movie intros. Are you like um aware of the different like intros they have for the the when the movie's about to come on? Yeah, I remember. Let's watch a Disney Channel movie and <laughs> yep, yep. the whole nine. I remember. Yeah, because I mean, at one point they did change it, and it was just like a montage of different scenes in movies, but it wasn't no song. It was just like a it was just like a score. You know, in the background. That's the thing. It killed for me because I'm just like, I missed the song. It's upbeat. They do the splits. It makes you want to watch a Disney Channel original movie, the overall premise. But watching those things, I get it because you get the visual standpoint. I'm like, nah, but you have the song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you got to have a song or just something like to sing along to just because, you know. So I decided since our Nickelodeon thing went over so well, Nickelodeon insert name here uh went so well that we're gonna do another one and uh this one i decided to do the decom version so we're doing our favorite decoms our least favorite decoms underrated decoms or hated decoms honorable mentions favorite decom songs and a favorite decom character for spice because i'm sure that'd be interesting and um you know I thought, why not just come out swinging with this one? So how do you feel about that? I'm feeling great. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Most of my childhood was a good portion of these Disney Channel original movies, some of my favorites. So I'm looking forward to diving into it with you, man. Yeah, so for those of you who may not know or been living under a rock or maybe, you know, you're a Nickelodeon person or you're a Cartoon Network person, Disney Channel had original movies, okay? Not movies that were, like, that they bought from different networks. These were, like, made, you know, under the Disney Channel name, premiered on Disney Channel. And, uh, yeah, I mean, technically they didn't make money. Well, uh, merchandise they did, but they like got them a lot of viewers on the actual Disney Channel. You know, can you guess what the highest movie rating is or was? Oh, god, if I was to mention a guess on like the highest rating for all these like Disney's, I'm gonna guess it had to be in the mid 2000s with High School Musical. Yes, it is High School Musical. God, <laughs> High School Musical. <laughs> How did I know? Yeah, because no, I ain't gonna lie, when High School Musical came out, it was a big deal. Like, it was. It was all over the place. Like, Ashley Tisdale, you know, we're all yeah. together. Vanessa Hudgens, Zach Efron, yep. Yeah, but um, I'm gonna read a comment from Instagram from Planet Weird Pod that says, our favorite DCOMs are Phantom of the Megaplex and Under Wraps. Is their kind of like favorites, and their least favorite <laughs> is Frenemies. Are you um aware of Frenemies? 
Well, I will say this first. I've had the pleasure and privilege of being on that pod- podcast. So shout out to Sarah and Juan. Okay. Uh, fr- so Frenemies. Oh, yes, I am aware of Frenemies. I've seen it. I'll be honest with you. I'm more of an old school guy. So I'm like, all right, let me try to see this new one. Yeah, not a fan. Not a fan. But those are two good ones. The One of the OGs under wraps and Phantom of the Megaplex, which is actually one of my favorites. So two good calls. No, we got that a lot. We got that a lot later. I'm telling you, on the Twitter comment side, it's a lot of uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. But, whew, I'm not. I, <laughs> I was debating uh, if I should read this whole list mm-hmm. um, of of decons, but it's over a hundred of them. <sighs> oh. I'll read some of them. Okay, okay. I read some. I read some. You got under wraps. You Lucky Dog, Brink, Halloween Town, Xenom, Girl of the 21st Century, Can of Worms, 13th Year, Smart House, Johnny Tsunami, Genius, Don't Look Under the Bed, Horse Sense, Up, Up, and Away, The Color of Friendship, Alley Cat, Strike, Rip Girls, Miracle in Lane 2, which I don't understand why it's 2, but whatever, uh, Stepsister from Planet Weird, Ready to Run, Quince, The Other Me, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire, Phantom of the Megaplex, the ultimate Christmas present. Z9, the sequel, Motocross, Look at the Irish, Hounded, Jet Jackson, The Movie, Jumping Ship, Halloween Town 2, Calabar's Revenge, Double Team, Cadet Kelly, uh, Get a Clue, Gotta Kick It Up, Scream Team, Even Steven's Movie, Cheetah Girls, Full Court Miracle, Pixel Perfect, uh, Z9, Z3, Stuck in the Suburbs, Halloween Town High, now you see it. Can't possible movie. So the drama life is rough. Proud family movie twitches. High school musical cowbells. Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. Read it or weep. God, this is a lot of movies. The Cheetah Girls 2. <laughs> Return to Halloween Town. Jump in. Uh High School Musical 2. Twitches 2. Minute Man Kent Rock. Uh Cheetah Girls One World. Dad Nap. Hatching Pete. Princess Protection Program. Wizards of Waverly Place, the movie, Starstruck, uh, Can't Rock 2, Avalon High, Sweet Life Movie, Lemonade Mouth, Phoenix and Ferb Across the Second Dimension, Geek Charming, Good Luck Charlie, It's Christmas, Frenemies, Radio Rebel, Let It Shine, Teen Beach Movie, uh, Zapped, How to Build a Better Boy, Bad Hair Day, Teen Beach 2, Descendants, Invisible Sister, <sighs> Adventures in Babysitting, Unfortunately, uh, uh Descendants 2, <laughs> Freaky Friday, Kim Possible live action, Descendants 3, and, and Zombies 2. <laughs> yes, Whew. I didn't, I did not read all of them, I, I kind of skipped a little bit, but that, yeah, they got a lot of they got a lot of them. Now, we're gonna talk about the best, the worst, the good, bad, and the ugly of them, right? So, mm-hmm. and I want to start with the favorites, I'll start with hmm. Underrated. We'll go with underrated. What is some underrated decoms for you? Okay, one that sticks out in my head was uh, Wish Upon a Star. Have you ever seen Wish Upon a Star? No, I haven't. It's one of the early ones. It's with Danielle Harris and Catherine Heigl. I might have been on the world of Disney. I can't remember. So it's about the Catherine Heigl plays the sister who's the most popular one, and Daniel Harris is kind of like the nerdy one type of deal. I think this was almost around the time when Daniel Harris played a Harley Kinder sister on Boy Meets World for those mm, of you. TK. Yeah, TK. So what happens is she makes a wish, 
And they, but what she doesn't know is Captain Heigl also makes a wish while she's in the hot tub with her boyfriend that they were each other. So the next morning, okay, yeah. So the next morning, uh, Captain Heigl is Daniel Harris, and Daniel Harris is Captain Heigl. So they swap bodies and they learn each other's about their lives and what everybody's going through and what it's like to be popular and what it's like to go through this and that. And it's actually kind of fun because at the end, you know, they all start appreciating each other. They both help each other in a way, but it's fun. If I was to recommend one that's underrated, I would go Wish Upon a Star. Okay, okay. Is that the only one? Like that's your one, or you kind of? I have one more. Model okay. behavior with um uh, Justin Timberlake and Maggie Lawson. Okay, okay. Now for those you, you want to tell everybody what that's about? Yes, Maggie Lawson's in a dual role. She plays um, oh my goodness um. I forgot the name. This is going to bug me. But yeah, Maggie Lawson's in a dual role. She's like this celebrity, and she's also this high school kid. And Justin Timberlake's this model, and there's this guy in there that's like very popular that she's in love with. I believe his name is Eric, but she's with this, you know, it's the constant bully, the popular girl, the cheerleader, what have you. That's kind of, you know, the rule of the school, right? So what happens is... They both kind of switch places. Uh, The celebrity goes to the high school. The high school does the celebrity life. Kathy Lee Gifford is in it with her son, Cody. Um, So it's actually very fun. You know, there's a prom scene. There's a lot of stuff that they get to, you know, reflect and learn about each other's lives. So model behavior is another one for me. And plus it features NSYNC's Here We Go. So that's always a pleasure for me. Okay. All right. I mean, they should because it's Justin Timberlake, right? So, I mean. Hell yeah, man. That's what I'm saying. This is like early in sync, 2000. So Justin Timberlake, as I'm remembering, it's Jason Sharp, and Maggie Lawson plays Janine Adams, and she also plays uh, Alex, the girl that's uh, in the high school, Alex. Okay, okay. We talk about underrated. For me, look, I don't really watch newer Disney Channel movies, but this movie uh, made me... I don't know, this movie was... I don't know something about it. I liked, and I'm gonna say Teen Beach movie. Um, what y'all gonna learn about me is that I like musicals, right? So of <laughs> course, high school music, high school musicals are definitely on this list later on. But we're on Teen Beach movie. Um, it's basically just a, it's, it's like a time travel movie and a teen movie and a summer movie, all in one. So I mean, maybe that's why I like it because they got a lot of genres that I like, but. The songs are great. Like this song "Cruising for a Bruising" is maybe my top five favorite songs and musicals, like of musical teen movies. Okay, so yeah, this this movie kind of has a little high praise when it comes to that. But yeah, I'm gonna say Teen Beach movie. Uh, if I had to choose another one that might people might not talk about that much, um, ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that might just be it. Yep. Actually, actually, I don't know if this movie is good. I just remember this movie being good. So maybe I might have to take it off later. But life is rough. I'm going to say life is rough. Oh, man. All I remember from that is Mitchell Musso from Hannah Montana is also in it. And then he has a song, the dog, 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 dog. He's talking about Tycho. Dog, 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 dog. (laughs) Like I said, I haven't seen it in a while. So it might be terrible. Uh, so I might have to change my mind, but I don't know. Hey, man, I just it know had it's like a mask. yeah, it had Kay Panabaker in it too, so I'm all yeah. for that. I used to love the Panabaker sisters, yeah. I mean, like, it was like a maybe from 2005 to 2008, I was like a big Cal Massey fan. Like, I watched you know, that's so Raven he was in. I watched uh, According to House, which we all know I did not have to watch that because it was, and well, we we know what happened, but yeah, uh. 
that's the only reason I watch Raven's Home now is to because I think he might come back every episode and he doesn't. Oh but, man. <laughs> that's yeah. the thing I hope he does. Like I was a fan of the Massey brothers when Kyle was doing that so Raven and Chris was yep. doing Chris Chris. one on one. Yep. Yep. Anyways, anyways. <sighs> I guess we go, I guess we'll go to the snap. What's least favorite? Least favorite decom. Oh, or a couple of decoms. Couple ones that really stuck out that I wasn't a fan of. Um you see, this is a hard one because I was the decom kid. I love Disney Channel original movies. But if I had to pick one, um, well, I'll be honest, high school musical wasn't really my thing. And I'm just, uh, I wasn't a musical guy. You know what I'm saying? Okay, I mean, it, okay. it, it, and they, they shove it down your throat because, you know, they're all in this together. It was just fine. Jump in. I wasn't really a fan of, I'll be honest with you, with uh, Corbin Blue. Push it, push it. Because you don't like high school musical, right? Because you're not yeah. a Corbin Blue fan. Okay. There okay. you go. So you can see the pattern I'm going with. Okay, this. okay, okay. Jump in, maybe High School Musical, and that, yeah, that's about it. I mean, that's all I can think of for right now. Okay. Um. Whew. Least favorite. See, this is not the Hogan Award, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take this as the least favorite that I still watched. Um, even though it's played out, it is very very played out. Every time it comes on. I watch it to a point, or I would like watch some of it, but I would still turn it. I would still watch some of it. It's the thirteenth year, okay? What? Come on! This, this movie, this is a good movie, yes. But I just feel like every time they just run out of stuff to do, they just put thirteenth year on. All right, fair comparison. I mean, come on, you don't want to have him be, you know, you need to tell me he, Cody's a mermaid, merman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie, but it's like it's. How can I put this? It's enjoyable to a point because, like, the, the, be honest with you, the movie is boring to a kid. So when they keep playing it over and over, you're gonna watch it. It has some scenes in it that's good, but then like, uh, some scenes is just slow. And for you know, when they play it back to back to back, them slow scenes you just kind of zone out every single time. I uh, can... All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. Yeah. But going back for one second, because you were talking about least decoms, I can add this just because Return to Halloween Town because Sarah Paxton mm. was in the role of Kimberly J. Brown. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Talk about weird. Literally, no reason. It wasn't like she had another movie to do another. She just came to, she just, they just called her. She was like, yeah, uh, you don't have to go to work on this movie. She was like, what? Is Marnie not in this movie? No, she is, but you're not. That, that pissed makes me no off. sense. Yeah, yeah. It pissed me off is what it did, man, because I'm watching this. Then you see Return to Halloween Town. I'm like, wait a minute, that's not Kimberly J. Brown. And they and they, they didn't even acknowledge, they didn't even make no joke that she looked different or nothing. Uh, so, it's not even yeah. the Aunt Viv scenario, man. It's not even the Aunt Viv scenario. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, if this was a situation where her little sister was there, mm-hmm. like her little sister was there and she didn't have, and she had a cameo, I could understand that if they changed it for just a cameo, but no. Nah, She's like the main character. Mm-hmm. How? I'm sorry, we stuck on this. How do you have a main character for three movies in a row, and then the fourth movie be like, "All right, uh, we're done with that. We're gonna go to this other movie. We're gonna bring everybody back except the main character. We're gonna switch her out." It, dude, it made no sense. <laughs> it made absolutely oh, no sense. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> uh, is that is that all for your your least favorites that you kind of still watch but weren't really into? Yeah, that's it for that one. I'm trying to look to see if I have any more. Um, you know what? 
this Radio Rebel. Actually, I remember that movie. The premise of it was was good. The execution was not all that good. Uh, basically, it was like um, a girl was a she was getting bullied. She you know was a nerd and all that, and her life was falling apart in real life. But she get on the radio and then just be just great on radio. People call in. People she's a celebrity on the radio. And then somehow, some way, the celebrity personality won the king or the queen of their school or whatever. Homecoming queen or whatever. So she had to... You have to watch it. It's it's it's, it's uh, too much to explain. <laughs> they, they put too much into it. But yeah, they put too, way too much into it. Anyways... Uh, what is your Hogan? What is your hated, most hated, most hated one? I mean, that's a okay for me. Just because I was a fan of the Xenon series, I hated Xenon Z three. Just because, like, okay. I'll be honest with you, they should have stopped after the sequel. They really should have stopped after the sequel because right when we got the Xenon Z three, they're all grown up. And here's the thing: because if you remember in the sequel, friggin' Nebula was played by Shadi and Simmons, and then all of a sudden, here comes Raven back as Nebula in the third one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like we just didn't notice, right? Yeah, like we just didn't notice that Shadi and Simmons was in Xenon the sequel. So yeah, that one for me, and um, any other one that really could stick out? I'll be honest with you. Um, <sighs> for me, this is my number one most hated, only, be- only because it was the 100th Disney movie. They hyped it up so much. Mm-hmm. They hyped it up for like a, a good three months. A good three months. This is the hundred anniversary. We're celebrating hundred Disney movies, a hundred Disney movies, and then on top of that, it's a remake of a movie that I really like. So I was, I was, uh, I was ready to see it. Then when it came on, it bombed. And this movie is Adventures in Babysitting. Oh, like that. yeah, I'm right there with you on that one. The best thing in this movie for me was Sophia Carson. Oh um, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Especially this one scene, but we're not gonna talk about it. Anyways, that was the worst. Maybe not the worst, but it's my, my 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 most hated because all the stuff that they did and they had material from, they could have did it, but yet they made it sucky. So, you know, there's that. I can go down this whole list of stuff that I don't like. All right. Uh, <laughs> we, we go to Camp Rock series. I was never a fan of the Camp Rock series. I always turned them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go to the Cheetah Girl series. I'm sorry, but yeah, I'm I'm with you on that one too. I'm I mean, beyond... well, here's the thing. I think you and I have two different definitions. I love where this is going because see the ones that you're also naming, I did not like, but I did not have the immense hatred that you had for those. Oh, series. oh yes. so, hatred, yes. The hatred. But yeah, I agree with you on the Cheetah Girls. It, was, it wasn't really my thing, the Cheetah Girls one. But yeah, I hear you about Adventures and Babysitting. Because I remember I like Sabrina Carpenter from Girl Meets World. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, let me give this a try. And then I'm just like, this is horrible. <laughs> this is horrible. Especially that, uh, that, that rap scene or whatever you want to call that. No, 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 no. I don't even know what that was, so stop it. That was... The original movie did it so well for people that, like, just... Oh, my God. It it was... It was oh, man. The first movie did it so well, and then they just had to come in offbeat. It was offbeat. 
they was rapping. It wasn't making sense. It wasn't no punchlines. <sighs> Let's move on. Uh, what I said? Can't rock Cheetah Girls. The only yeah. thing I like about Cheetah Girls is um, I, this might sound like this. I'm gonna say this for every movie, but it's probably true. Uh, what is what is her name? Which one? Adrian. No, Adrian. Adrian. Huh? Adrian Baylon from Three LW. Yes. Best thing about those uh three movies. I'm right. Okay. All right. You gotta understand something. We're gonna talk about this. I loved her in that so Raven with Raven because I loved the chemistry. She was just so damn fine. And I was a three LW fan, so I'm right there with yep. you. Yep. And then um what, what else was she? Was she in were they on like the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody or something? No, well whatever. Yeah, she was the best thing about those three movies. Uh I don't know, like one song, barely, if that. Uh Twitches. I was not a fan of Twitches, so All sorry, right. people. Okay, you know. I, I, we got a comment about Twitches because okay. I was not the biggest Twitches fan, but the only reason I would tune to those movies because two of my favorite twins, T and Tamara Mahari. Mm-hmm. I love it. Tamara Mahari. Which one is your favorite? Uh, if I had to pick for the two, man, see, now you're going to put me on the spot with that. So, <laughs> you know what it I is? I be on the spot because I know which one. I watched the show long enough to know who is who and what is what and who do what. So. I know, man. I know. But if I had to pick, I would probably say just for her sassiness and just you lucky son of a gun, you, Dion <laughs> Richmond, I got to go to Maramari. Yeah, I, I knew you was going to say me. I'm going to say in Tia. So. You're going to go with, you're gonna go with Tia? Yes. Okay. What is your... What is your favorite DCOM character? If you can name them all down, what is your favorite DCOM character? Marnie from Halloween Town. The uh, first or second? Stop. Oh, come on, man. We got to go with Kimberly J. Brown. Okay, 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 okay. I'm just, I'm just asking. I know it's all good. Um, I would probably say I loved uh, Ryan Merriman in both Smart House and The Luck of the Irish, if I could do okay. that. Okay, that was one of mine, Ryan Merriman in uh, Smart House. Okay. Is, uh... <laughs> I gotta say this line again. You're not the only one that lost something, Ben, even though that wouldn't be him saying it, but that line is every time. Because <laughs> you're not the only one who lost something. I love it, too. All right, we talked about this last time, but yeah, that line is so impactful. Um, I have to say, Andy Lawrence and the other me, which I'll be probably talking about later on, because I love that movie, him cloning himself and doing the whole line there. Phantom of the Megaplex, because I love uh, Taylor Hanley. Uh, sure. Mom's got a date with a vampire. I loved um, Taylor Hansen. I loved the Matt O'Leary's character. Um, Xenon. Uh, and yeah, uh, those will, those will be mine for now. Okay, I will say um, not Hillary Duff, but Christy Carson Romano and um, Cadet Kelly. Kelly. Yes, uh, I heard that's one of my favorite characters because it's such a such a jerk character, but done right. You know, yes. I feel like um. Like I said, Ben in a uh, in a uh, uh, smart house. <sighs> to be honest with you, I'll be honest with you. Uh-huh. This one might people might hate it, but Oscar Proud in the Proud Family movie. I uh, can't wrong with that. I love me Oscar Proud. Proud snacks. Tim in the movie was a uh, was Oscar. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Where are you gonna be when Oscar comes for thee? And then he just beat him up. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um. Yeah, the rest of these picks are um biased because of you know 
reasons. Okay. So I'm gonna name them later. All right. I'm gonna do song for last. What is your favorite? No. We gotta do runner up. No, I'm gonna do favorite and then runner ups. We are gonna combine these two favorites and runner ups. What are your favorite decom? What are your runner ups? Okay, one of some of my favorites, the Halloween Towns. I would say Mom's Got a Date with a Van. Okay, I'm sorry, Halloween Town one and two. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know how you feel. Do you feel like two drags a lot in the other dimension, like when they all gray? Uh. You know what it is, too? I didn't mind that because they're stuck and they're trying to figure out how to get back. But I kind of like the gray stuff because it made me laugh. And I love to hear him just talk about the, the East Pair match, these socks, the East Pair match. It cracks me up. If we talk about least favorite characters, the, the brother might be my least favorite character. Oh, my gosh. Dylan? Good Lord. Yeah. But he played that role so good, though, because he was the annoying nerdy brother. Well, guess what? What? Halloween is cool. No, <laughs> Being normal that, is vastly underrated. That that line is probably the is that the most like line from that movie? Maybe yeah, I don't know. I think that one and being normal is vastly overrated. I think yeah. I said that, but overrated. My bad. So Halloween is, is cool. Um, <laughs> okay. Yes, yes, boy. So besides Halloween Town one and two, uh, the other me with Andy Lawrence, uh, Mom's got a date with a vampire. Uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. By the uh, way, what yes. is that? What is the, the the lady's name from that movie? Mom's got a date with a vampire. I remember she was on Zach and Cody, right? Caroline Ray. I believe she was on Zach and Cody as the, like the opposing manager. She had like yeah, a mole. She was, was like, yeah, she was, on, yeah okay. she was on Sabrina the Teenage Witch too. Caroline yes, Ray. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, just had to make sure we were talking about the. Okay, all good. But yeah, Mom's got a date with a vampire. Uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. Uh, Xenon. Other side note. Sorry. Yeah, got it. Right. I believe. I didn't know she she plays a grandmother in the in a in the show now on Disney. I believe she does. I didn't. They make her seem like that old. I thought she was only like in her forties. No, Caroline Ray is like what, like fifty something. I mean, I still think that's kind of young to be a grandma, but uh, maybe that's just me. Because I I seen the movie the other day with Tachina Arnold, aka Pam from Martin, was the grandma. I was like, how old is she? She's like fifty one, fifty two, and yeah. I was like. Like wow, all right. Oh damn, I just looked it up. Caroline Ray is actually fifty six. Oh well, I guess that's on yeah. all right. All right. Well, her grandkids are like fourteen and fifteen, so that's why I was kind of confused. All right. Okay, I'll keep going. Uh Xenon uh one and two. Uh I guess that stopped at three. A Luck of the Irish is up there for the uh, top ones. Um if I can put another one for top, and I like motocross because I like the Lana Austin that, and the Lana Austin would go on to be a pop star with Aaron Carter, which was a 2005 movie that was kind of meh. Okay. Uh, and for the last one for my favorites, I love the Ultimate Christmas Present. Mm-hmm. I think that was a uh, that was misjudged by me because uh, isn't that the one they had the uh, the snow globe? Yeah, and the and the and the weather machine. Yep. Very misjudged by me because. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> not that I didn't watch it, but I think I seen like one scene, and I was like, "Yeah, this is stupid," and I cut it off. I ain't never give it a chance after that. Maybe well, that's just me. Yeah. All right. Well, I would say this as far as the ultimate Christmas present goes, um, it is kind of cool the way it ends. I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but you have to watch okay. the movie. Ooh, ooh, some of my favorites. Well, 
we already talked about it. High School Musical. It's one of my favorites. Uh, it's not even for sometimes. Some of them are for the songs, of course, but I guess it's, some of it is just how like it made me feel, like the nostalgia of it. You know, everybody going to school the next day, singing the songs and doing the dances and all. So I guess that's <laughs> that's, that's that's you know a little bit of it. Um, of course that birth the Vanessa Hudgens craze of you know all the way up until now mm-hmm. still uh you know uh we get high school <laughs> school of course smart house of course you know uh you're not the only one that lost something Ben you know that's that's that's, that's that line <clears throat> yeah the only one who lost <laughs> something Ben, ben. <laughs> you gotta hit it every time um <laughs> let me see I'm going through this catalog this is all um a large catalog. Oh, Double Team. Actually, Double Team is a movie I actually just got into maybe 2017. It's about the twins that play basketball, yeah, which I thought it was okay, but well, it, it's it's okay, but you know, being a kid, I ain't, I didn't watch basketball until I got like older. So when they came on, I just turned the channel. Any any basketball movie that came on, any basketball movie that came on, I turned the channel. So okay. So you say basketball movie that you change the channel. I will say this. I was more invested in Double Team than I was when they put on Full Court Miracle. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Because, you know, when I got older, then Double Team came on one day. I just, I didn't even know it was a Disney Channel movie. Like, I was just watching it. And I was like, oh, this is actually a pretty good, pretty good movie, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, ankle problems and all that. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> problems. Yeah, yeah. Ankle problems. Uh, I'm seeing some of these, some of the stuff in this list where I'm gonna have to talk about in either we're gonna have to make another worst list or something because I see some movies that I just gotta talk about. Um, Minute Men, I kind of, you know, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind it. Maybe I kind of like the whole time travel, travel thing with uh, clock stoppers and, you know, of course you got Back to the Future and other type of movies that do time travel that maybe might have just caught my attention. Uh. So yeah, Teen Beach movie, High School Musical, uh, Smart House. Oh, and the Proud Family movie. Proud Family movie too are just like those the ones. And then of course you got Halloween Town, the first one, Double Team, and uh, you know those those are like my you know not Disney. I wouldn't say my Mount Rushmore, but those are like my like. Catalog of Disney movies. The catalog of my nostalgic Disney movies for me, I guess. Uh, what 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 are some more, some more ones for you? Well, for me, um, are we still doing some of the favorites, or are we doing runner ups now? We're doing runner ups, or just you know, we don't oh. runner ups of the good ones for now. Cause I have to make a list to talk about some of these bad movies. I just have okay. to. <laughs> All right, so here I'll give you some of my runner ups now. Okay. Uh, I like since I was a fan of the show and God rest his soul, Lee Thompson Young, Jet Jackson the movie. Yep. Horse Sense, JJ. Horse Sense, uh, Jumping Ship, You Wish with AJ Troth and LaLaine from okay. and Spencer Breslin. That was a good one. That was interesting. Um, uh, going to the Mat, I liked that was Andy Lawrence and Wayne Brady. They were both blind. Um, if I had to pick some more, I would probably say Johnny Tsunami, of course, because it's okay. Johnny Tsunami. Um, See, it's a tough one because there's so many good ones that were like runner ups for me. I said it wasn't like the 13th year. Uh, Brink is another one that I like with Eric Von Betten, okay. Patrick Levin, okay. Um, 
Yeah. I th- oh, Genius. I love Genius because it had Trevor Morgan and, uh, oh, my God, what what the hell was the girl's name in that? Uh, oh, my God. M- Emmy Rossum, who was in The Day After Tomorrow with Dennis Quaid and all them and Jake Gyllenhaal. Uh-huh. And one more I think I have here, and I will say Don't Look Under the Bed. Oh, okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, and um, if I could just – I, you know what it is, too? Looking at this list, like, okay, like because there's so many good ones, and I have to say this one. I like The Color of Friendship because it's a history lesson, and it's like it's a great learning experience. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff, man. But, yeah, if I had to – that's the last one I'll name for now for our ups. Okay. It's a lot of good stuff, also a lot of bad stuff. I may – see – I wasn't even going to do this, but then I started scrolling through, and I'm like, oh, that's bad, that's bad, that is very bad. Um, what are, We got the good, we got some of the bad. This is just the ugly. Like, these movies are just the worst. I wouldn't recommend these to people for jail to watch for torture. Like, these <laughs> movies are bad. Avengers and Babysitting is, is, is as bad, okay? Thanks. But no... Uh, the Kim Possible live action movie. What did you think about that one? Oh, see, that's that's a tough one for me because as someone who was a Kim Possible fan, you know the show, and I remember seeing a so the drama in the Sitchin time. Nah, I, I, I tried. I couldn't do it. Okay, so I honestly, I think honestly, it might be my most high highest view review. Uh, I thought that the movie, yes, it was bad, but from the Con the context of where they got it from, I think it was a good context. It just wasn't executed right. How I feel, you know. Um, Kim didn't need to be all like searching for attention and this. Uh, oh my god, what what is what is the weapon she had that she kept spamming? What is the weapon called? Oh god, the I, hook. I don't well, know. The you know, the hook, shooting. I know, I know what you were talking about. Yeah, it was like a hook thing. Yeah, I I wish she can just burn that weapon and never use it again because that movie may be sour on that weapon. Oh. And I recently went back to watch the Kim Possible series, and that's the first weapon she pulled out. I was like, oh, geez. all right. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, a Kim Possible movie is bad. Um, like we said, Adventures in Babysitting, Invisible Sister. Have you ever seen this movie with Rowan Blanchard and uh, I forgot the other the other guy's name. You know what it is? I forgot the other guy too, but yes, Rome Blanchard from Girl Meets World. Uh, I, I saw like the preview of it when like they were doing it on Disney Channel. Well, you know, as I said, I'm watching Girl Meets World, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I thought it looked stupid, so I did not watch the movie. Okay. See, sometimes I give them a try. See, I don't even watch Disney Channel that much, so when I do and it's a preview come on, I say, okay, I'll check it out. Never again would I fall for that after, um, after uh, what you call it, the movie. You know, oh my God, Adventures of Babysitting. After yes. that movie, I'm I'm never falling for that again. Um, but it's some on here like Frenemies. Frenemies is 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 terrible. I'm going from the from the bottom up. So if you if you know any that you uh, remember is bad, feel free to say something. Sweet no. Life, the movie. That was all right. I was okay with that. Oh, uh, it was okay. I just didn't feel like this kid show needed. Uh, I'm gonna kill your brother, and you know you're gonna turn uh, into one type of thing. So I, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, Maybe no, I didn't just look, look it up. I mean, like obviously you you said a lot of the good ones, like the Camp Rock series and all that. I'll be honest with you, I did not see um uh, Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure just because. All right, here's the thing. So 
it's actually Disney. It was the directed to DVD one because I remember this being out there. And I'm like, you have High School Musical. Why does Sharpay need to have a like have a spinoff to this? You know what I'm saying? I think because she was she was like the second biggest at that time, aside yeah, from Zac Efron. And Zac Efron probably didn't want to do a movie. Gotcha. Yeah, no, looking at this, I think you kind of nailed like a lot of the good ones. Like, good luck, Charlie is fine and all this, but yeah, no, and Avalon High was eh, but yeah, I think you kind of hit the big ones. Yeah, I hit that the big ones. I don't know why this list just keep making me. Oh, hold on. I got one. All right. So, as a Johnny Tsunami fan, and I gave it a try, Johnny Capahala back on board, I was kind of eh with. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to say it, just because I think it wasn't like, you know, he's snowboarding and stuff. Now he's like, what, like skating and then the whole nine and surfing. And they have, you know what it is? I just know. And also, Lee Thompson Young's character as Sam was great, but they put little Jay in that role. They freaking put De- De- Devon in there. And I'm like, what? That's funny, though. It is. Uh, This movie, I had the awful experience of watching because I thought it was decent i thought it looked good it was pixel perfect uh oh, ricky Ullman from phil the future yeah which which is so weird the whole time i'm like he looks like the dude from phil of the future but his face doesn't look the same i went i was doing it the whole movie i was like maybe it's just me i'm i'm you know maybe i'm just not in the right frame of mind or something because i thought it was him it looked different the whole movie to me, I you guess. Know, the you thing know. about this movie that I remember is I remember, like, the, the robot singing that song, Nothing's Wrong with me. Remember? <laughs> He's just singing the song, and she's in the hospital at the end. And, I mean, it's interesting from the science perspective. It is. It makes people, made me wonder why I had, haven't, you know, did anything like this yet, like, in real life. Mm-hmm. You know, just like Smart House, we had the technology to do it, but we just don't. Um, Jumping ship. Have you ever seen this movie? I have. That's one of my favorites. That's the sequel to Horse really? Sense. What is this with the Lawrence brothers? Yes. Oh, all three of them are in this one. Yes. The first one, Matthew Lawrence is actually in there for a brief cameo. So when Joey Lawrence's character lands in Montana, he gets off the plane. The guy he bumps into is actually Matthew Lawrence. Maybe because I didn't see the first one because I like the I pirates. was watching this waiting on something to happen. Was it the pirates though? Because. The- <laughs> the whole pirates thing that happened, like they. I guess it was just like I'm, I guess I just don't like boats. I guess I don't know. Like I was because I watched this movie because of Matthew Lawrence. I was like, oh, he's from Boy Meets World. Yep. So I, I was watching. I was like, do something, like anything. You're just on the boat the whole time. Yeah, that's the premise. They're, they're they're taking the trip. They're taking the boat, but they what they don't realize is it's a boat that I guess has gold. And they want you know they want the pirates, man. They're coming. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know the premise of it was around the boat, though, because you know when the movie just come on Disney Channel, like I wouldn't surprise myself. I would. I don't like to read the description because I don't want to. I want to be just surprised overall. So maybe I should have read the description on that one. Maybe yeah. I'll go back and watch it because it's probably not a bad movie if I know the premise. But if I'm sitting here like for the first time watching, don't know what it's about, and it's just about people on the boat, I'm like, all right. It's not that bad because they do get stranded on an island, which which is in the movie too. So, Hound it. What about Hound it? You like Hound it with Taj Mahari and Shia LaBeouf? Oh yeah, I love that. Yes. Okay. Well, it's funny because like he's asking the BMX question, and you know, and he takes the dog. They have the dog. It's and he takes the dog and, and like changes his voice. I'm like, uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe I just like different kind of movies. 
maybe I'm watching it in a different frame of mind because I did see this movie like a couple months ago rather than like when I was younger. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, I mean, this is the height of Shia LaBeouf and Ethan Stevens, and you yeah. have Ashmari, who's just coming off a smart guy, and he did, like, the... Oh, no, the, well, the poof point came, like, a couple years after this movie, but, yeah, Taj was still... And this was a year after uh, 17 again, so there you go. Yeah, 17 again. Woo! All right. The time has come. Yes, sir. Actually, I'm going to say that one for last, after we read these Twitter comments. Okay. All right. From File Original says, I like the Even Stevens movie. We haven't even talked about the Even Stevens movie, but sorry. How <laughs> do you feel about the Even Stevens movie? To be honest with you, I enjoyed that movie just because he gets a lot so much into trouble. The chair with Tawny is hilarious and the chair malfunctioning. Getting stuck on the island and it's all a bunch about, about this you know, whole prank show with Tim Meadows from Saturday Night Live and the ladies, man. You got Dave Coulier. I enjoyed it. I think it's very one of the funniest ones. Muay It's all about that Muay <laughs> So when I first seen this movie, um, I wasn't into it. But gave it a second watch. I wasn't into it either. Uh, I gave it a third clean watch all the way through, and I... I liked it. I liked it. I don't love it. I liked it. So maybe if I give it another viewing, I might change my mind. But then again, I haven't watched Even Stevens yet. So that's probably why I maybe disconnect from it. Maybe, you know, maybe. Uh, Rick, my podcast says Phantom of the Megaplex was the best. Yep. One of the jams. Any comments, any comments to that? Any, any favorite, favorite scenes, favorite moments from that? Well, the best one is they they leave the lobby and they're calling and all of a sudden some guy picks up and he goes, City Morgue. And it's just like, it's so random, but it's just funny. And also, I think just them sneaking into the movies, you know, Farmer Brown and the whole nine. I mean, there's a lot of great scenes in there. And also just the fact that they're making fun of her going to see a PG-13 movie and just making fun of them. The whole nine in there, but every scene almost in there is fun. And also him just like skating with the hockey, getting all everything cleaned up from popcorn and the candy machine and the marbles and the whole nine. Pretty much the, every scene is a memorable one. But if I had to pick one, the city morgue thing just cracked me up because he just picks up on city morgue. And I'm like, how to just turn down a payphone. Okay, okay. Oh, all right. This is from Dave. Good guy, Dave. He says, <clears throat> well, it's not alone. He just, the font made it look long. Okay. He says, Halloween Town. Amazing movie. Halloween Town 2. Great sequel. Halloween's how high. It was okay. Uh, Phantom of the Megaplex. Forgot about this, but it was a great movie. Smart House. Thing I saw it, remember it being okay. Uh, <laughs> up, Up, and Away. Not good at all. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to disagree with Up, Up, and Away. I enjoyed that with Michael J. Pagan and Robert Townsend. I enjoyed it. And Sherman Helmsley, God rest his soul. I thought it was good. I thought it was, it was, it was funny. You know what I'm saying? And also, Oh God, E from uh from friggin' Entourage was in that movie. So I mean, come on. It was uh, it was, it was, it was. I don't know. I don't know. It was something. It, it was. It was the cheaper version of Meteor Man. And if you know what Meteor Man is, that's not saying much because Meteor Man was pretty cheap too. So mm-hmm. 
I think for me, just the fact that she's trying to do good to the environment, and he's like putting like subliminal messages and hypnotizing these poor people to do wrong things. Like I think one of the girls' mom robs a bank, and it's like Jesus. Yeah. Just what superhero do you know is a uh, weakness is foil? None. <laughs> to my knowledge, I was like, what the brother gets, he's like, are you crazy? Aluminum foil can kill us. I'm like, they can't even they can, they can even go to a cookout and bring food home. They gotta put it in like a bag or something. You know? Yeah, because the know. foil does damage yeah. to them. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he said Z9 was great, uh, Z2 was good, and Z3 gets a thumbs up from me. Okay, so he realized the Z series that was a good. We didn't get this many comments because, unforeseen to my knowledge. DCOMs were not, they were a thing, but they're not as nostalgic as Nickelodeon. <sighs> kind of proved Nickelodeon trumps everything, but I guess, you know. I can see, well, here's the thing too, because I think later on in life with the late 90s, like the DCOMs really started, you know what I'm saying? But Nickelodeon, you know, the plus years lineage of Nickelodeon, so I get it, but I'm just like, there's some, there's some pretty cool nostalgia to DCOMs as well. Yeah, um, also, Nickelodeon did start unveiling movies of their own, True. so that is a thing. Well, that, 97 also had Good Burger come out, so I mean, I mean, you can't default that. Masterpiece of a, of a movie. <laughs> this is our last award, or last, whatever we're going to call it, insert name here. Uh, what is your favorite DCOM song? Since okay. you don't like musicals, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> so I remember um, in Halloween Town 2 Calbar's Revenge, there was a song Which is Brew by David Casper. I have a couple of these. Um, in Sync, Here We Go from Model Behavior. In Sync, Bring in the Noise from The Other Me, where he's doing frozen pizza rocks and in the cafeteria yeah. scene. Okay. <laughs> uh, I would probably say another one that really sticks out is Blessed, which is Christine Aguilera's song that was in Miracle on Lane 2 when he's, you know, ready doing the go kart and the whole nine. Uh, I'm a... so surprised at you. Why? How do you not bring up five already? I, was, I thought that would have been the first and second thing you said was five. I'm coming to that. I was going to okay, come to that. Right. My bad, my bad. All right, man. And of course, I was going to round it out with this because you got to save the best for last. Prime. I was getting there, brother. Oh, my bad, sorry. <laughs> All right. So five, uh, slam dunk the funk and the house is jumping. Yep, 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 yep. Those... I'm going to say Slam Dunk the Funk and the house is jumping with me along with these because, like I said, I like musicals. Okay. Cruising for a Bruising um, from a Teen Beach Movie was, was look, if you guys have not watched Teen Beach Movie, I think that was, like, one of the last Disney movies to do it, like, the where it make it feel nostalgic. That came in, like, 2011, so, or 2012, maybe, even. So, I think that's one of the last movies to make it feel nostalgic. Um, then of course we got to go to this high school musical phase. You got bet on it, which bet on it. Two thousand seven was the it song of Disney. Okay, you may not know this, Michael, but this song he okay. Have you seen High School Musical two? You you haven't even seen it at all because I'm about to explain this whole thing. Just explain it. <laughs> oh my god. Hit it. 
he, him and him, like she had just spoiler alert, she just broke up with him. So he like on his own. <laughs> he is walking in the mountains of Utah, Arizona, whatever this is at, uh, in the valley, wherever he at, and anything by his own, saying, "I got a bed on it." Oh my god, <laughs> this scene of him in it, just in the in the wild. Just singing and going crazy and throwing stuff and acting crazy is 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 a is a good. It was good. Um, my favorite. This might be my favorite like Disney song. Like just in general, my favorite Disney song is "Bop to the Top." Just yeah. you know, "Bop to the Top" is 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 that song. My favorite song of the whole High School Musical franchise. That's my opinion. Of course, then you guys were all in this together and those other songs, but. Maybe every song on the, on the first High School Musical is, is on my list. Okay, let's just right. put it like that. Right. But I yeah, yeah, that was just some songs. Now that I'm thinking about it, I have two more I'll name. Uh, okay. You remember back in the early 2000s? Okay, so Samantha Mumba had a song called Gotta Tell You and uh, Baby Come On Over Tonight, but she also had two songs that were featured in DCOMs. One was the Luck of the Irish when he's dancing because he won the game for them. And the song playing in the background was What's It Gonna Be? And I remember the song at the dance in Jet Jackson, the movie, was Lately by Samantha Mumba. So those two I'll go with. Okay. Jet Jackson. Okay. Jet, Jet, we we got to talk about Jet Jackson. Well, not now, but you know. Like, that man. Oh, all right. Other, and now that you brought that up, and again, I'm all sorry. Right. It's all coming back to me. Uh, it's not what you think the uh, Jet Jackson uh, theme, which was great, okay. and um, genius. They had the Prince You Charm by Youngstown, so I'll go with that. Okay, one. okay, just just real quick, I want to see. Do you remember this? Because I feel like I'm crazy. Do you remember Disney Channel had like a original? I don't know if it's an original soundtrack or whatever, but they performed their songs. Like I remember vividly as a Death So Raven music video or whatever and they're performing their songs they're like a in like a and like the like city the and they're on the balcony yes okay all right just had to make sure i was not losing Dude, crazy I, okay that was I, the preview for that so raven before they did they she started singing the theme song and they're like that's so raven premieres whatever you know what i'm saying yeah but i remember i remember it being the full video because the next song over was kim possible and there was the um christina million singing it in the booth no, 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 no. It was the Naked Mole rap. Oh, Rufus. Bill in the studio saying, what is that uh, little freaky thing? Something was some, some the Naked Mole rap. That's why. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's all right. I also remember watching Destiny's Child and Solange Knowles singing the uh, Proud Family theme. In the yeah, movie. yeah. That I remember singing. I mean, I remember seeing it. Yep. <sighs> it's just so much stuff for Disney. It is. It is. about Disney forever. DCOMs. You're not the only one that lost something, Ben. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to laugh, but every time you gotta emphasize it, and I love it because it's such a people. If you've not seen, you're not the only one who lost something, man. It's it's just the way he says it in the delivery. It's just a very emotional, powerful scene, and you gotta just look it up because it's awesome. Like, watch, watch. like I did a I did a reaction to it, and like I was waiting, I was I was waiting for that scene. I thought it came early in the movie, like the the earlier part, like when he when he. He didn't cuss out when he told her off the first time. I thought that's when it was coming. Nah, he went until like the third time. Then that's when he that's when he said it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Great movie. Great movie. 
Any last words before we get out of here? Well, I just want to say, guys, follow yours truly on the Twitter at SMShow1 or MCL92, SteveAndMikeShow.com, SoundCloud.com, slash MCLarkin92. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, Larkin underscore 92, all my links are on my social medias. I just want to say thank you. And Pop Culture History Podcast, Pop underscore Culture underscore Pod. Just thank you for listening to us talk about some DCOMs. And I always appreciate you having me on the show. Just really just thank you all for listening. And uh, it's always a joy doing this with you. I appreciate you. Uh, No problem. No problem. Also, you got to be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at KVNG Primetime. Oh, by the way, I yes. made a TikTok. So follow me on TikTok as well at KVNG Primetime. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now. See, I've seen some of your stuff. It's awesome. But I'll be honest, I'm not caving into the TikTok. I can't do it. Look, yes. I, I, was, I was that bored. All right. I was that bored. And then I saw. Uh, I saw Kevin Hart and David uh, Dobort Dobrik. Yes, do this, do this, do this, do this challenge or whatever. I was like, oh, I can do that. So I did the challenge, and I was like, maybe I can do this. So I did, a, I did a, all that intro, and I did a, a scene from the Temptations, and yeah, I might do more because I'll be, I'll be bored. So uh, look, you'll, you'll see more movie scenes, maybe, uh, you know, on TikTok or on Instagram, depending on if I, if they. If they funny to me or whatever so uh <laughs> from mike from me i'm gonna say that's all prime time is all the time